Hello out there in podcast land. I am Jay. And I'm D. And this is the Common Sense Academy. Where common sense just ain't common. Welcome back, podcast listeners. Happy Friday, Happy Academy. Friday. Happy Friday. How's everybody out there doing? Oh, man. How um, are you doing? Tired, you man. Look tired, brother. Week, you look long tired, brother. But hey, you know what? Thank you, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of hurt. Good thing we're not married. I tell you what. Jeez. <laughs> For more than one reason. <laughs> oh, man. I can use a laugh today. Hey, you know what? Let's talk something serious here. Okay. Let's, uh, Dig into government briefly. Oh boy! Yeah, All it right. ain't gonna be brief. All is right. It? So much for the laughs. Yeah. Well, you know, well, we can well, this, some laughs. This could be some this laughs. Is, <laughs> this is some uncommon sensible business <laughs> right you, here. Everyone out there knows our government just has no common oh, sense. Oh my goodness! No common sense whatsoever. President of the United States, world-renowned, most powerful, most successful—dare I say—republic slash. Mm, I'm going to say our economic system, probably one of the strongest over a long term. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would agree with that. Capitalist society. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Leader of such, or at least figurehead of such, oh, comes boy. out and says. He allegedly do. Here, ready? Go for it. I couldn't believe when I heard this. Okay. Comes out and says, I think communism could be good for the United States. Oh, my gosh. If if I only had a a bomb, Ronald Reagan bomb rolled sound, over soundbite, wow, I... wow, thank you, Joe Biden. Where did where did he say this? Oh, it was in a in a talking point. Um, I would have to look it back up. I don't remember, but it was it was in a speech that he was giving. Well, not not in a literal in front of a lot of people's speech, but it was uh, reporters and so on. Okay. And they were talking about this, and he was talking about the, the economic plan, and it came out. And, you know, whether it was a faux pas, which he seems to have a lot of Joe Pas, I, mm, that's not something you say. Not when Not in that position. Not when you're a leader of, of, of a society that does not practice communism, correct? Or that's kind of the fighting way it against pushes. it for, for decades now. You know, uh, Russia feels pretty pretty good right now. Putin, Putin's, <laughs> hero Joy would like another sucker. Oh my goodness! Here you go. I can I can Here only imagine. Go. I can only imagine the reaction in the Kremlin when they heard that. Oh yeah, yeah I can yeah. only imagine. So I don't want to. I don't want to dance on that too long. I, I look it up if you want to find it. It's out there. Um, yeah, it could be here's blocked. The thing, you know, right? No, social media could have it blocked. Uh, it could well, be yeah. canceled already. Uh, you're too right. late. Yeah, it's been canceled. Yeah, if Trump said it, it'd been out there <laughs> everywhere. So anyway. Not going to banner on that. But it was said, um, shamefully so, okay. honestly. So uh, Communism is not good for the United States. No, not at all. If you look at any person in a communist country, leaving a communist country, fleeing, I'm going to use the word fleeing a communist country, or fighting uh, against we, communism. Have we seen Cuba lately? Everyone's yeah. Cuba? There we what, go. What's the symbol that they hold up? Mm-hmm. Uh, the red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. The stars they and stripes. They were holding the U.S. flag proudly. Yeah. People not even here in this country mm-hmm. or citizens of this great nation are waving our flag. Freedom. Proudly as we a want symbol of freedom and economic prosperity. Yeah. They want our life. Yes. They want to come here and live like we live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we want to go live like they live because why? That's a good question. Well, because the leadership... 
is what's on top. They're the ones that benefit. Of course, your leaders want to have that kind of society. Why do you think you have monarchies, mm-hmm. oligarchies, socialism, communism? A few on top, the really rich, powerful, maintain that, and everybody else succumbs to whatever they're under their thumb, right? Right. So, you know, thinking about that a little bit, thinking about socialism, communism, capitalism. Yeah, I was going to say, I can see it in your face. You know, you've got something on your mind you, well, want, you want to get off your mind. I can, I can tell. you got Your your mind is, is, is worrying a million miles <laughs> a minute right now. And I can see, I'm like, well, why is he bringing it up? Because we, we all know, everyone listening to us and everyone, all of our listeners out there, for the most part, we believe that you are a supporter of capitalism. Um, living in the greatest country on the planet, in my opinion. Participating in capitalism Participating pretty readily. Daily, right? <laughs> um, I got to believe that that this discussion would be about five minutes, but I know you better than that. Well, so, I can so trim it to five minutes, mind? that part of it. Oh. But, you know, honestly, Jay, you know, um, as, a, as a Christian, and, you know, you and I don't try to drag Bible thumping into any of this. Right. But, uh, I think where our, where our religious beliefs, our faith beliefs are and where they come from, I think I don't think that's hidden. So I can say that as a Christian, um, I think, honestly, socialism, and I, I'm careful when I use this word, but true socialism Socialism has been twisted and warped into societal socialism, I'll call it right now, the way the governments kind of twist it. Uh, but true socialism, I think, is, a, is a, a good way to live. I think it's the way that we were designed to live in commune with each other, sharing our gifts, everyone bringing something to the table, supporting the poor naturally, you know, through, through the works, through, through that support. The early church lived that way, and I think that that was Christ's design. Okay, for the so world, but see, I'm careful to say that because yeah, what we say, have you, today, you have to unpack that further because yeah. you know our listeners right now are their, their heart attacks are, are hitting <laughs> a plenty. So, well, once so, you once you unpack some of that, so yeah. let's get some details of that. Well, so, we did get a little bit of that. You know, socialism really is everyone bringing their good for the good of everyone, right? So, okay, that means if you're able, you work, right? Right. You earn, and let's let's just bring it down. Let's bring it way down out of society today, so it'd be unrealistic. <clears throat> but farming society, right? Okay. Or so you so you're a farrier, you horse, you shoe horses, or or you're a veterinarian, right? Okay. So you take you care for animals. That's what you bring. Maybe you're a mechanic. You repair the equipment. That's what you bring. Okay. Maybe you're a doctor. Maybe you're a teacher. Maybe you know what I'm saying. So we all have rudimentary skills. That we're blessed with. Okay. You bring those to the group and everybody contributes. Now, if you don't contribute, there is an out there, right? You're not part of the socialist economy at that point. There's no room for dead weight. Now, that does not mean those that can't, right? The disabled, yes, whatever, PC, I'm not. The disabled, the mentally incapacitated, the elderly, right? But you believe that through your system and through the Christian way of living that we're called to care for each other, call for the care for the widow, so on and so forth, that that is a, a, a blessing to be able to do that for those, right? Socialism today is something totally different. Socialism is the rich throw in their share and I sit back and collect my welfare. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. I don't have to work because everybody else works, right? The greed side is taken over, the human nature side. And that happened back in the church days, too. And I brought that up, right, to circle yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. 
<laughs> oh, man. Wow. So I'm going to circle back <laughs> and finish that off. Okay. So the early church did that, and they and they did that well, right? Sold their goods, communed together, took care of the widows, the poor, the, you know, the invalid, so on and so forth. So over time, we saw that fade away. And why? Because governments changed, societies changed, human nature creeps in, our broken desires for myself over you that we all have build. And quite honestly, I've used this phrase before, probably not on this podcast. Y'all are going to hear it. Maybe you like it. You watered down the Kool-Aid. Okay. So you bring in more people, you bring in more people, they want to join, this is a great thing, it's a great thing, and then one or two start going, hmm, I don't have to work all that hard because they're all bringing it in and I get it anyway. And it starts watering down the Kool-Aid, the concentration of those that are really driving to live that way. So it falls apart. And that's kind of centuries later where we are today in some twisted, contorted conception of socialism and communism. Now, I'm not saying... I want to jump on the socialist bandwagon because I don't. Because guess what? Christians out there, others out there that care, you can use the capitalist system to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Work hard, sell, work in the system, generate the money, go out and give generously. To help others. Right? Don't. Please Correct. don't tax me. I hate that, and I don't want yeah. to go down that road. Don't tax me for someone else's benefit. Allow me to be generous. And be generous. And we talked about that, uh, was it six or seven podcasts we ago, about, about challenging ourselves to to help those who, who don't have. If you're an yeah. entrepreneur, go out and teach someone how to be an entrepreneur. If you're, you know, if you, you're a teacher and, and you see another student or somebody else out there struggling, maybe lend your services or provide some type of material to help the other person out there. Yeah, we talked about that exact same thing a few podcasts yeah. ago. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we don't need a socialist society to do that. But all things being perfect... I think maybe one day when the world ends, if you believe like I do and we, we're living in paradise, I think it'll be a socialist society. Uh, okay, I see it. So I, Is there a matter with that? No, anyway. I, I, I like it. I think um, I, I think some would argue that we are, <clears throat> that we could probably coexist in the capitalist society that we have and the social setup that you just described. But you're right. You'd have to pull the, all of that greed portion out, and it would have to be a complete mindset change to give freely, right? So you create a product that's going to uh, let's let's we'll just use Mr. Bezos as an example because he's been in the, new, in the news lately. Who's that? Okay. Jeff Bezos, Mr. 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 Martian, huh? <laughs> Penis rocket? <laughs> that rocket ship? Wow. Uh, <laughs> Kudos to the engineers. Hey, good for him, though. That Kudos is... to the engineers for disguising what that thing looked like until it went in the air. Because that's... I got to believe there's some crafty engineers from MIT out there saying, ha-ha, gotcha. <laughs> but you know what? Purpose, I but. mentioned that before. That's yeah. the capitalist society. That is what yeah. makes America great. Yeah. And someday we're going to look back, right? So here's the thing. I don't want to get off topic because I like what you're, where you're going with it. But, but at some point... Many, many, many years, maybe decades in the future, we're going to have space travel as, as a norm. This was the first big and step. We're going to look back at at uh, um, was it uh, Mr. Branson, who yeah. you know, Virgin uh, Virgin um, Company, Atlantic Virgin. Virgin, Virgin I don't know. Just yeah, Virgin he's, he's, now. Yeah. Virgin, you know, but he was the Virgin. Virgin. He, was, he was the first one. Yeah, he was the first one. He went up there first, and then you know, Mr. Bezos went in there next. And and for all those who want to vilify the man because he 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 gave thanks to the the employees at at. At Amazon, I listen. Was it insensitive to him to say that? 
sure. But at the same time, if it wasn't for the employees building the company though? as large as it is, would he have the means to do what he did? I, I don't think, think he so. was sincere. I think, I think that he was, was too. But insulting people, to, for people to be insulted yes, by that. People took it and just ran with it in the other direction. And I, I personally didn't think it was an insulting Anybody that's successful is built on the backs, if you will, mm-hmm. of a lot of other people. That's exactly. how this works. Exactly. So I think if you, I, I like where you went with the the social setup. Yeah. Uh, obviously, obviously out there again, you know, we, we are not promoting communism at all. <laughs> no. So please, please do not no. send. You know, your your haters of the U.S. Please don't send those emails to us because believe it or not, again, we've said that numerous times in this program. We think the United States of America is the greatest country on the face of the planet. Always has been, and I think always will be. I hope so. All right. So I, I like where you're going with that. I think some would argue though that we could we could blend the two together. I think we would almost have to, only sure. because I think if you took away capitalism, it, if you took it away completely, like let's just let's just wipe it off the map. I don't think you could. I don't think let's you just can let's either. just say you take it off completely. I think overall society would still fall because you are always going to have the element of of those who don't want to. Yeah. So right? hey, you know what? Let's let's talk about that for a minute. Let's talk about greed. Okay. Right? You and I have had multiple conversations, and I want I want to make this public. Let's talk about how you change things. Let's start with our elected officials. I re- reluctant to call them leaders because they really no, they're, don't they're, lead. You don't have to be reluctant. They flat out are not leaders. I think yeah. some of them out there could potentially be good leaders, but right now, no, they're no, not. They're, they're elected officials, Correct. and I'll leave it at that. You want to talk about a system that fosters, boy, there's a lot of words I could use. I'm rolling in my head that are a lot stronger than that, but I'm just going to go mellow and say fosters greed. Okay. You and I have talked about that, how to make a change in this world. One of the reasons that we're doing this podcast, it's small, but some people listen and maybe they'll have an aha moment from what we're thinking. But let's just, let's just look at a scenario. Guy's got some great ideas. I'm just going to use Guy as general. Guy's got some great ideas. He goes out, decides, you know what? I want to get into Congress. I got to start school board or I got to start local township official. Mm-hmm. And he gets in and does some great things, right? The, the pay is virtually non-existent for, right. for township office, right? It's it's more compensatory for your for your travel sure. minimal yeah so it's it's there it the really goodwill is, it, it is really there is just community driven yeah so you want to improve right. some things in your community locally right 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 and you do a good job and you, you catch fire and you want to do more mm-hmm. so now you run for state and people know you because you've been doing a good job you get into state office well now you're getting some income from state office now there's more pressure now you have political parties now you have political action groups right? Mm-hmm. PACs, political action committees. Now you have uh, lobbyists, right? Okay. Everybody has an agenda, right? You don't want <clears throat> to fall into that, but you know, you're getting slapped with cash left and right. Do sure. this little extra here. Agree with this little extra there. Go along with us. We'll put your name on the bill. You get a little extra there. Hey, it's been a tough year for Congress. Let's vote ourselves a raise. What other organization votes themselves a raise when they're, quote unquote, because I got to use big big air quotes here, servants of the people. They are public servants. Mm -hmm. What servant raises his income? (laughs) I think we need a raise. Me too! 
Yeah, yeah the, the public servants that have forgotten they are actually public servants. So here's the problem. Now you take that up another notch and you go to the United States House or Senate. Now we're talking lifetime benefits. Mm -hmm. All you need is to be ser serve one term. Lifetime insurance, mm -hmm. not the cheap crap. Lifetime pay, retirement. What? Multiple other benefits. But I mean, without expounding on everything, the point is, why? That role was never designed in the Constitution for that. You were supposed to go, serve, leave your job, serve, get paid like you do in a township office, just a stipend, enough to cover your expenses to do so. It wasn't even full-time back then. I understand the need for maybe full-time now, and I still would argue otherwise because I think there's way more laws than are necessary. But fine, let's just give in to that one and say you have to be full-time. I agree you should be paid while you're there. But then after your term, you leave without lifetime benefits and you go back to work. Mm -hmm. We've talked about this. I got a pretty simple solution of where to start with this. You want to make changes in Congress? You want to make changes and start ending the greed? Here's what you do. You first of all, end lifetime benefits. Second thing you do is you adjust the pay scale. Congress no longer can vote themselves a pay raise. It needs to be voted by the American people. We have a presidential election. Congress affects more than the president. If we can vote for the president, we can vote for a raise for Congress or a pay cut. Because I've worked plenty of places when things were tight, pay cuts came around. Mm -hmm. Not at Congress. They want to vote us in health care and then don't take the health care and take whatever they want and pit, cherry pick off the best plans. Why? If that health care is so great for all of us, why cherry pick mm -hmm. off the plan? You see, the cream as they think they are, keeps rising to the top and walking over everybody on their way up. So, Well, and that's, that's why we have the division that we have now. Because at the end of the day, so we'll, 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 take, we'll take what's the hot topic now. CRT is the hot topic and, and, and masks and vaccination. Those are, those are hot topics right now. Equity, equality, all that. Yeah. They are such divisive topics and subjects. The only outcome is a divided nation when you bring up those topics because mm -hmm. you're always going to have somebody on, on, on the other side cemented into the ground. They are not moving from their position and they're going to scream as loud as they possibly can to overshout your points. And it's not going to matter at the end of the day because I think our government wants us at each other's throats. Sure, they because we're blind us. to what they're doing when Ex we're busy with we're that. We're distracted with what's really happening, right? I, I bet if you were to ask some of the people out there, um, say some some of the youth, um, the next generation behind us, maybe even some some older folks, what exactly is Congress doing outside of the current hot topics? I don't what, know what, what they're doing. What kind of laws have they have they created outside of the current? Because even with the current hot topics, the only thing they they're they're doing, I hear about the January sixth commission. We want to investigate hmm. everything that happened about that that day. And, and oh, by the way, we don't want anyone from the GOP to be part of that committee. So they've now banned all GOP candidates from that party, that, that, that committee. Yeah, they have no interest in justice. There, there, there isn't. And, that's, and, that's, and it's not just, it's not just the, the Democrats or the liberals. It, it's also Republicans. Right. They're, they're, we're, we're so entrenched in our, on our own philosophical sides 
that we've completely forgotten there is a middle ground of what needs to happen. And to your point, I don't even know if that's philosophical anymore, Jay. I think it's financial. It kind of goes to my point. I was just going to say, to your your point, yeah, to your point, it it, it comes down to the almighty dollar. Yeah. And and at the end of the day, what we don't see in the news, what we don't see on social media, what we don't see on on in in whatever whatever news feed you're 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 privy to, um, is that at the end of the day, at end of the business day, they're all going to dinner together. Yeah, right. They're having lunch together. Same social circles. They're going you got to, it. Going to ball games together. Well, how many times haven't you seen all of these presidents that supposedly hate each other all exactly. hanging out and laughing it up? Who was it? it at was, our uh, expense. It was um, Jesse Ventura. Yeah. Uh, for the senator. Was it the senator? Yeah, he senator was. Congressman for, he for was, uh, I can't remember. He was a governor, wasn't he? I know, I know the governor. I don't, I don't remember. But, I might be, but he was, he but was in Jesse, Congress. Jesse I'm Ventura sure. was in Congress. And he came out on the program and said, you guys don't get it. You think that this person hates this person, that person hates the <laughs> other person. He said, you don't know. They are all going out to breakfast together. They're going to lunch together. They're going to dinner together. They're going to their kids' ball games, their birthday parties together. And only when they're in front of the cameras does the vitriol come out. Does it? Does the anger come out? Does he, I'll show so-and-so <laughs> you can't pass the bill without us. How dare? The American people won't stand for it. Is it? Is it really the American people won't stand for it? Because I don't think you've given the American people the true meaning of the law that's trying to get passed. Any one of us that thinks we really know what's happening in Congress no, is fooling con- ourselves. By the way, Jesse was the uh, governor of Minnesota. Governor. That's right. Okay. Yep. Mr. Ventura, if you're listening out there, I do apologize for not getting your title correct. That's my, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> but he said it correctly. I mean, Jesse, he, the body. Yeah, Ventura. Yeah. Best, best wrestling back in the day. Man. That was so fun to watch him wrestle. But, but, but you he, know what? The wrestling, wrestling thing here, you just, to your point, back at you, Congress, what you just said, you know, the American people, I look at that as like big time wrestling. Yes. You get up in front of the in front of the speaker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to come down here. Gonna do and my people. And yeah. It just right? gets, you, gets the crowd fired doing. up. Yeah. Yep. And the getting, frenzy. All right. That's my guy. They're getting nah. their party fired up. Until the junkyard, until the uh, British Bulldogs come out. And then everyone's <laughs> against them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry. You're out. <laughs> But that's it, right? Yeah. They're rally cries to yes, get the party fired up. Yep. And honestly, it's money. Think about it for a minute. You get into office, you got nothing to worry about. You mm-hmm. couldn't care less what happens to everybody mm-hmm. else. So how about this, Jay? How about we listen to the suggestion and see what you think? I say, first of all, Congress terms are limited. The number of years is debatable, but let's just say I'm going to suggest eight years. Two term, two presidential terms. Agreed. Okay. Change approved. So you got eight years total to do what you got to do. Okay. I like it. You get rid of lifetime health care. I like it again. You can choose the health care. Now, I believe while you're in office, two things. While you're in office, you are paid, but you are paid the average of your constituents. Ooh. So you take, because right now everybody gets a flat pay. Mm-hmm. All right. You take the average of the people you serve. There comes that word again. The people who elected you as you are supposed to serve them in Congress. Be their voice, their representation. You can't represent them if you make a steady salary, give or take, and who cares. Okay. I so like you that. make the average of what they make. Okay. So certain lower income areas, you might only make a fifty thousand dollars a year. 
Okay. Certain high-income areas, you might make uh, half a million dollars a year. Okay. Now, does that seem fair? No. But does that seem fair? No. Get my point? Yeah, exactly. Now, in those eight years, what are you going to do if you're making 50000 a year? Are you going to be satisfied making 50000 a year with a guy actually making five hundred? I should hope not. The whole idea is then you're going to do what you can do to, to elevate, raise the yes. income of your constituents. How about them, Apples? Do what you're elected to do to help your people. <clears throat> Amazing. On top of that, health care, let's do the same thing. Okay. Now, while you're in Congress... You're, you are given, quote-unquote, free. We all know nothing's free. But you are given health care you do not need to pay for other than co-pays like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Okay? okay? Same thing. You can get the best plan available to the United States populace. Nothing special. Agreed. If Obamacare is what is the law, guess what, Congress? You can have the best plan on Obamacare. That's fine, but you got to pay your portion like everybody else. Because guess what? You're in a job making the same income as everyone else. You're expected to well, we, we live go, under we, that system. We gotta go Affordable Care Act. Oh, it's not about it's it's Affordable Care. I Act. ain't ever been PC and it ain't ever happened. So you go Affordable <laughs> Care Act. I'm called Obamacare. <laughs> he implemented it. It wasn't all bad. It wasn't good. Either. Yeah, there 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 were some <clears throat> elements of it that that. That were good. I, I, I will not go I'm, against it. There were some elements that, of it that I'm were good. That's reality. not Obamacare because it's but all I, bad. But I it think, was his. Yeah, no, I, I, I get you. I, get you. It, I, I, I like where you're going with it. I think but it we makes a lot field. of common sense. I think yeah. so. That so if, you don't get the lifetime health care. Right. You get, what's, you get the best of what's available to your people. Correct. For eight years. Correct. You get rid of the full-time pay, flat pay, lifetime. You right. get what the average is. Right. When you're done with eight years, you go back to civilian life in your civilian home with your civilian job. And if you've done well, a lot of people probably won't want to hire you anyway. And how about that? What, what if, so what go if back we also, to the working What if we world? sweeten that pie a little bit? Because I know some out there will say, well, they've done a really, there's some members have done a really good job or their perception of a really good job, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say that. And now they come out. Um, per the term limit, um, now they don't have the lifetime pay or the lifetime you know medical benefits. So so some would argue, well, what's really the benefit of going into office anyway? And I'd like where your point was: the benefit is that Service. you're there to serve, right? But to wean ourselves off of that, I think what if you said, all right, um, you did a great job while you're in office. Now you're done. Let's look at your your constituency. What did you do for them? Did you increase their average who salary? Who looks at that, though? Well, it could be the people. The people <clears throat> who right. actually vote you in. So right. maybe there's a committee of the state. I, I'm not sure okay. how it would work. All right. Let's I'm just wondering who the we yeah. might let's, be. Let's, but I got let's you. just say it's a committee okay. of the state that's also voted in by the people, sure. right? Yeah. They look at that and say, okay, you, you were in office for your, your, your term. Uh, you've now come out. Our territory, our area, our state did see an average median income increase of 20%. So you're you've now earned a let's say we'll give you a twenty five percent bonus of that that average for doing a great okay. job. Thanks for your service. Here's your bonus because to if your you point, wanted you're, to, you're I going to get hired from it. another company out there, or maybe go back to the job. So that you guess had prior what? Even to. if you don't get hired, you ever heard of unemployment? Because who hasn't been on it? Mm. Who has not lost a job? How about that? So job so cuts you have, happen across the board. Mm, yet so hmm. you have a risk of. Leaving a job and not having one later because of a cut. Hmm. Interesting. Doesn't that sound like the real world? That's pretty much where it is out here. Huh. So what I'm proposing is we bring Congress back down 
to the every man, every woman level. They're no longer the special, the cream of the crop, the Nancy Pelosi's of the world, the Maxine Waters of the world, Mm -hmm. who do not, I'm sorry if you think they do, they do not represent their constituents. There's no way they could looking at their lifestyle compared to the people they say they represent. Okay, and I know I called them out, and there's others, but oh, those yeah, two are very a, obvious. You look at you know, Romney, you look at McConnell as well, the same thing. It's, it's on both sides of the aisle. It is. The, 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 the greed runs rampant. And that's how we start right? to trim it. It runs rampant, and I think you were right. I think when you, you, you start off in the public space, the service arena, with all good intentions, I truly believe that every individual that is, has, or is currently serving Started off with great intention. I can't believe they went in there knowing, "Hey, I want to get well, some money, this money, that can, money." This all money. I got to do is get here, and I got I'm, I'm made. I can't let my brain go there. That's like I, winning I have the lottery, to, honestly. I have to stay neutral because if I because if I let my brain go there, I, all faith I have in any part of the government, and I have family members who have served valiantly over decades in our in our armed forces. Now, hold on, I so, haven't even finished that thought yet. I think that lifetime benefit. Needs mm-hmm. to be handed over there. If anybody 1, is getting lifetime agree with benefits, that. yes, yes, it's anyone who has served honorably in, in the military. military. Yes, okay, one hundred percent. I couldn't agree. Medical, top notch medical yep. that's available, free of charge. Yep, that is thank you for and the service. Not, if nothing else, it can't resemble the VA. I've heard now. I, I, I've I'm heard not, it's I'm improved. I'm not going to slam the VA, but I'm but saying I've heard it's it's still got a long way to go. You go to any medical facility and this insurance is covered right like you flash my honorable discharge card my gold card xy pass don't call whatever i don't care right right i served here's my card they say yes you're covered sir yes ma'am please come in what can we do for you yep you're covered done exactly right we do that for congress who doesn't serve anybody these men and women serve they give up a portion of their life. If mm-hmm. Congress was more like the military, pay, hours, work ethic-wise, for the most part, we'd be a lot further down the road. I we'd agree. have a lot more common sense rolled into this. I, I don't know more. a whole lot of people. I think you may even have more people going to service because of that. You might. I don't know too many military leaders who don't have a great deal of common sense. Oh, yeah. You don't get there without it. Yep. And you don't have a long career there You don't see it. a ton of them roll into Congress either, do you? <laughs> <laughs> it makes you makes you wonder. Yeah, makes you wonder. Really. So there's my thoughts. I mean, that's that's just rolling it up, and I've got more. But I mean, we're already uh, thirty plus minutes <laughs> into this thing, and it could go for hours. But I I want to kick that off, and I think we could carry on with some more. You know, it's, it's ironic that I had I had a I had a conversation like this a little while back with a very very good friend of mine. And I hope I hope I hope he's listening. I hope he's listening because we have a phenomenal debate back and forth. He's on one side of the aisle. I'm obviously on the other side of the aisle. And I will say he he did open my eyes to a couple of things that it re, it changed my thought process. Wait a minute. So you're willing to listen? I am uh, willing to listen. I think that's why we have the academy. The that academy is. is designed to have people stop and listen to somebody else. And so you calm, can actually cool, be wrong. Manner. Yes, absolutely. Holy! Cow. I, and I tell you There's what, I was uh, new I, words. He he caught me off guard a couple of times. I, I got to tip my hat to him. Thank you very much. He caught me off guard and, and he made me stop and think. And I and I realized, you know what, I. I had been taking this one stance for so long that I didn't stop to look at the look at the issue through the lens of another person. Why are you whose experiences? 
<laughs> hey, Anybody what? Else listen to the podcast? Exactly. Exactly. So, so I, I will say his, his his I will use his his, his first initial D. If you are listening, I am <laughs> D D two point oh. Welcome to the podcast. D two point oh. If you are listening, I invite you on to discuss this issue. I don't even know you, and I'd love to talk with you. I, I think I think you have some phenomenal points, and I think if you were able to get some of those points out to our listeners, and maybe have those things also bounce into other listeners, um, D one point oh. I think you'd you'd love to hear from him as well. Now I he, would. He does I would love have counterpoints. I love counter talk because I don't believe I've got all the answers. No, and I've just got thoughts that say this makes some sense. Exactly. And I tell you what, we we debated a lot of good things, just like you and I are talking it, and we came up with some solution things in and a very short period about, of time. Right. right? So D two point man, if you're listening, I'm calling you out, brother. Come on out. Join the show. Gauntlet's been. Let's uh, let's let's talk. Down. Let's talk. You know, bring a bring a friend if you want. Cause I got D one point It'd be a two on two. Come on. What yeah, you think? that goes for anybody out there. You uh, you agree with me? You disagree with me? And Jay, I think you're with me on most. Of I am. I am today. with you on this one today. But yes. I didn't want to drag you into my. That's good. It's all right. It's all right. I still mark. love you, man. I still love but, you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you agree. You disagree. You want to come on the podcast? You want to voice your opinion? We'd love to have you. Absolutely. We always welcome a uh, counter opinion or a different point of view. That's how we grow, right? Yeah, this I think is all about the conversation. There's no attacks here. There's listening, learning. Academy listeners are a different caliber. I hope so. I truly believe that if you're listening to this program, that you believe the same way we believe. Maybe not philosophically. But I think you believe that there can be middle ground in just about anything that we can come to agree on. And there's going to be times we have to say agree to disagree. Not a problem. But there's many things we can agree on in a middle ground sense. And I've, I've got to believe yeah. that if you're listening to this program, you're one of those people. So let's let's you, grow those numbers. Let's even grow if you our, agree to disagree, Jay, I think common ground is still available in the absolutely, disagreement. Absolutely. We can't agree on this piece of it. But this we could. Right. Exactly. You know, and that tiny piece we don't agree on, we may find isn't really that big a deal. Exactly. Oftentimes it's not, but we get so hung up on being right rather than growing and learning and being better. Mm -hmm. Being right is all important, Mm -hmm. and it shouldn't be. It feels good to be right, but I think it feels better to do it right. I could not agree more. Could not agree more. So with that, guys... Girls, dogs, cats, whoever's listening. <laughs> <laughs> I know my dogs listen. <laughs> Who's a good boy? Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> you can see that tail wagon. <laughs> now we'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. Once again, you can always reach us at the Common Sense Academy for you at gmail.com. That's the Common Sense Academy, the number four, the letter U at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, everybody, and be good to each other. God bless, everybody.